0: Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, welcome to another interview episode of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club-style podcast where we cover all things Metal Gear, from left to right, inside and out, in semi-historical chronological, fuck it, we're in Japan, kind of. Boo. We're talking to Eric, I fucked it up, it's been a minute, leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> we're talking to a very special guest, and it's another swearing English speaker in Japan. Which,
1: God God bless her, which I guess would be, we talk about that in the
0: podcast. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't
1: want God's blessing, Sam. Yeah. She Uh, ran. She ran. She hid from God. (laughs) She mocks God.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so as as you as I'm sure you've guessed, uh, who could mock God and get away with it? Donna Burke. We have Donna Burke on the show. Yes. Uh, This is crazy, you guys. I think from a logistical point of view,
1: it came it, it came out of nowhere. Like it was. We emailed her in the morning we got a response from her in like the like night like like yeah. late evening. Mm-hmm. And then we were recording with her like a couple hours later. So it was it was very quick and sudden and fantastic.
0: Yeah, the prep and turnaround uh phenomenal. Pe- peak Metal Gear Monday interview. Uh Peak uh, Metal Gear Monday
1: workflow. Gear. Yep. So of course you will know Donna Burke as the um wonderful woman who sang um Sins of the Father from Metal Gear Solid Five, um, and um Heavens Divide from uh Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Um you'll also know her as the voice of the I Droid in um Five and Ground Zeros. Um but she's been in a lot of other like cool stuff. She was she's been in um Silent Hill two and three. She was Angela in um, Silent Hill two, uh, both the original and the HD collection version. Um, and she played Claudia in Silent Hill three, um, the original release of three. Um, right. sure I, I believe I don't believe she did it for the HD remaster, which no. is weird because.
0: Well, so I, I believe she th- did it. I think what that is is I think um, I think it's the re-recording. So I think they kept the original recording in three. Oh. I think. For, oh. Okay. I think I'm not. I'm not 100. percent We'll find out later this year because we're going to be covering Silent Hill 3 for Spooky Month.
1: Yep. Um, and she was also she was also a character. She was Hell in uh, Boktai, which is a game we're going to be playing for the show soon. Totally so, right. I
0: completely forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, and she's been she's been several voices. She was some voices in Shenmue. Um, she's been in a few animes as a few characters in some animes, um, and of course, she is a um, a very talented singer um, who has uh, several uh, discs to her record. Um, that was a weird way to say that. She's very good at singing, <laughs> is, is what I'm trying to uh. say. Um, and then as we're recording this, she is going to be um, performing um, at the Metal Gear in concert in Tokyo um, tomorrow um, with Stephanie Justin and that's very cool that we caught her in time for that. So yeah, it
0: kind of felt like, uh, it sort of felt like Sam and Alessio snuck backstage and right before yeah. Donna took the stage, we were like, Hey, come here. We won't talk to you. And she was like, okay. Uh, it's yeah. kind of what it felt like. She was literally
1: like, as we were getting off of the call with her, we were, she was literally, um, getting a cab to go to the rehearsal. So like 10 minutes from then she was going to take a cab to go to rehearsal for the concert. So that's, it's nuts.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, as you'll discover, we got some juicy insights into a certain teasing Twitter tweet <laughs> thing that happened. So, uh, brace yourselves for that. Sam, I do have one regret, though. What is that? I didn't get to tell Donna Burke that I got in an all-black unitard and did mm. some interpretive dancing to her singing for a Christmas video
1: yeah so. that's true what I think how I think you solve that is you just send it to her with no context that's true and ruin um our entire the relationship. relationship we have built with her forever
0: yeah absolutely it's fine I think I think there's a true spark between the two of you I think I was just the awkward friend in the background it's fine <laughs> I'll take the hit I'll take the hit for the team. she
1: called me a, she called me a little bugger <laughs> 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 that's one of my greatest honors <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: Sam, I want to do something a little different on this episode. I know that typically we kind of sandwich these interviews with like an intro and an outro. Um, I kind of think, because it ended so eloquently, I kind of think, Mm -hmm. let's just do our plugs really quick, get into the interview, and then let it it play out.
1: Yeah, let's do that. I'm okay with it. Perfect. Should we like shoehorn and it's just a box in there somewhere? We should have had her say, it's just a box! (laughs) In the iDroid voice. Yeah, we never think about that. We didn't do that with Cam either. <laughs> Which would have been great. Yeah, what the literal fuck is wrong with this? Um, Maybe we should just never do it, and then that's just the ongoing joke.
0: I'm I'm okay. I'm into that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah. So, um, Sam, where can people find you on the internet?
1: <clears throat> um, you can find me on Twitter, at Sanjul. That's S-A-N-J-U-U-L. That's it. Perfect. Uh, That's you, all there <laughs> is. There isn't any more.
0: Uh you can find me at AC Summerfield on Twitter and acsummerfield.com. You can find our esteemed guest at Donna Burke, that is D-O-N-N-A, B U R K E dot com, uh as well as on like IMDB and voice one two three and yeah. all over the place. Yeah, so. And she's
1: on Twitter. Um she is D B underscore singer underscore actor on Twitter.
0: Nice. And you can find the show at com. You can support us on Patreon.com slash MetalGearMondays, um, where um, occasionally you'll be able to present us with uh, questions for interviews like this one, but this one was super quickly put together, so we did not... Yeah formally collect but we instinctively intuitively collected Mm -hmm. over the months. we knew
1: we felt you from the ether and we asked the things that we felt (laughs) correct (laughs) you would enjoy to hear um though if you are a patron there is another person that we are going to be interviewing that we have posed questions for um so that's still on the table that is also another very exciting interview that we're going to be doing um so if you'd like to know who that is ahead of time and would like to present questions for this person check us out on patreon perfect well cool so without further ado um let's
0: uh let's bring on donna
1: bring on donna
0: I am uh, very, very happy to have you on the show, and uh, I know Sam and I are both very excited uh, that that you were able to make the time, so thank you so much for joining us.
2: My pleasure. It's always an honor to be asked, boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was, I don't think um, this morning, I don't think when we sent that email out, we were quite expecting to um, speak to you this evening, so that's very...
2: (laughs) Does it make me sound desperate? Because, uh, yeah... (laughs)
1: I, I, <laughs> no not, not desperate at all it, it was it's preferred even well
2: options were tomorrow which is i've got two concerts for metal gear and then saturday which is like me mm-hmm. recovering and not wanting to wear makeup and again right. when i didn't podcast i thought like, oh bloody hell i don't want to put makeup on for these guys i'll just do it now <laughs> so anyway it's all about that so it's great that it's worked out
0: perfect yeah no we're extremely excited so uh good afternoon to you and uh good evening for us (laughs) um yeah we're very (laughs) excited that we were able to catch you before you perform um you're going to be performing metal gear in concert that's fantastic Mm -hmm. um and we wanted to ask you about that like what what is what is the prep like the rehearsal you're going into rehearsal soon what is that what is that going to entail well
2: that's a good question um this is my third time to do it in Tokyo. So it's a 2017 in August, then 2018 last year in July, and then now tomorrow we have two concerts. This I've never done it before. So I get to sing Sins of the Father twice and Snake Eater and Heaven's Divide. And um, part of my – I when I did it three years ago, I was so nervous. It was like I was going to get executed. I was absolutely, <laughs> literally shitting myself. And – <laughs> my husband keeps saying are you nervous no, no not nervous and it's like I was nervous in New York but then I was less nervous in LA and now for Tokyo because I've done so much prep I've done kettlebells at the gym I've done weights oh, wow. and I've done, I haven't been You're no like ice the- no french fries I've been eating steak and broccoli weeks <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, and I've I've, I've, I've yeah, so as long as I'm in good voice, and now that I've done it so many, the, the the not the worst, the most difficult song is Sins of the Father. So as soon as I'm off stage mm-hmm. nailing that, I'm like, eh, snake and eat it, heavens divide, it's a walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a difficult song. Yeah. That's, that's
0: fantastic. Yeah, I so I personally missed you guys in New York by like 4 or 5 days, which was extremely Aww. irritating, and we've got uh we've got a lot of uh listeners who have uh constantly been seeking out opportunities to go see the concert. Um and yet I don't think we have any listeners that are able to go see you in Tokyo. So this is fantastic for us. We get to vicariously live through this interview a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, nice. Well, so hello to all the fans and thanks for coming to the concerts in in um LA and New York. That was fantastic. The crowd was wild. It, 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 it was really
1: Yeah. What is the the preparation for something like that like? Because I I can only imagine like I've like the most I've ever done is in school I've been part of a play in front of like 50 people. So what like and that weirds me out so much so what is it like preparing to perform in front of that many people
2: um well i i, I got to america um six days before the concert so that i could adjust my jet lag because i'm like a koala when i'm 10 30 <laughs> coming up i forgot to go to sleep and um so like a real uh, that's my biggest worry, that, like, come 8 o'clock, Donna, Donna, you're on stage, and I'll, I'll be zonked out with jet lag. <laughs> I've had jet lag, and it is like you've been drugged. It's like someone has put something, like, roofy in your drink, and you're just out of it. Oh, yeah. So that's my biggest worry. So, um, and then having to – I stayed in New Jersey because I didn't want to stay in New York because it was too noisy and stuff, and then just making myself walk around outside to try and adjust – um, adjust my body and then doing, and doing exercises, eating healthy, going to whole foods. It's pretty boring actually, but it's, it's you know, <laughs> regrets. You don't want to be, you don't want to be standing on stage thinking, ah, oh, if only I just not had those 16 cheeseburgers and fries. <laughs> There's nothing worse than your gut hanging out and you have to suck it in as you walk on stage and then let it, let face the audience, let it hang out, and then remember to suck it back in as you walk off stage. I just want to run out, Mm -hmm. not being self conscious. I want to have, I want to have enormous amounts of energy in reserve. I don't want to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just exhausted now of some sins of the father. I want to be like, I could do this all day. So that's going to the gym. I'm really, I'm I'm not, I don't go a lot, but I'm pretty, I've, I've made my legs really strong because when I first sang yeah. to the father in um, Osaka, I literally had my legs trembling. Oh, wow. And I kind like, oh, oh, I wow. hold on. It was like, Scotty, you know, I can't hold on. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, really, get into it. And my legs was like, fuck off. No, no, you're going <laughs> to fuck with and, and instead trembling, so I was like, oh, no. So by the time I did it again in Osaka, in, um, uh, in in July last year, I'm like I'm all over this squats, leg, mm-hmm. a trainer. Yeah. So I'm like a, I'm like um I've never been being in such good shape in my whole life.
1: Congratulations, that's awesome. So you're not you're not like a gym rat, but you go enough that it's just like yeah. I, I,
2: I read bad. all the life that the hacks, you know, like do four minutes a day and get big muscles. <laughs> like, I'm t- all about the you know minimum for maximum you know result.
0: Oh yeah. I, I can get oh, into yeah. that I love that how would you how would you describe the audience at a Metal Gear in concert versus the audience at maybe a more traditional uh, uh, classical music rehearsal uh, what's what's the difference
2: well most um, well, first of all that I've played with different orchestras in like the Japanese orchestra is so they're just so polite they're so no one's making mistake whereas in France, the conductor Nicholas Buck said to someone, Uh, mate, mate, can you what's your name? John, John, um, you need to stay on the big the singer, she's going around. And I thought that, and the, the, <laughs> the conductor says, well, Your job, she can do whatever she wants, but your job is to get the oh, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell, there's no way anyone would ever. Stay. Back to a conductor in Japan, so that was like my blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> if you, if anyone looks at Snakehead in Paris at around the two minute mark on on the YouTube video that's on my channel, there's this woman who gives me side eye three times. She's like oh, totally no. checking out my the, my the back of my hair, or she's probably like, you know, it, it's just shocking. Like she's just having a good old perf while in the middle of playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would there be all eyes on the score in Japan, and then in um, in in New York and in um, LA, they ran out of time to practice do a proper run-through oh, no. because yeah. of union of oh, union wow. rules. And
1: oh, do union? Yeah, do you, oh, because like for the for the stagehands yeah. and things no, like for that, the or
2: musicians. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh wow! Again,
2: Damn. I was just so used to like. Anything goes in Japan. We just you're just going to practice and practice until you you know your fingers draw fall off and there's no union. And then in J- in the US, it's like okay, it's six o'clock, down tools. And-
0: yeah, dinner time.
2: <laughs> and I hadn't I hadn't sort of finished my sound check, and I was like, oh well, that's why I'm a professional. It was it's just really different. Um. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Thank you. Thank you for that insight. I know we've had everybody from voice actors to localizers on this show. And, and one of the things that we really love to ask about is is sort of uh, the ins and outs of the industry so that people listening at home uh, can maybe uh, get a little education in how that works. So that's awesome. Really appreciate you letting us know. Um, so you're going to be performing with Stephanie tomorrow. Is that
1: right?
2: Uh, I'm going to be performing with who? Stephanie? That's a joke. I was just trying to
1: create. <laughs> I got scared. Were you scared me. <laughs> your uh, your 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 nemesis. here. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah.
1: What is so so I want so I want to mention this. So I one of the things that um that you did shortly, I believe shortly, a couple months after Metal Gear Solid Five came out, was um you did the uh, the Stephen Donna show on your YouTube <laughs> yeah. channel, and I what I wanted to kind of talk about your relationship with her and what your experience doing that show was because you're very, it's very, um, you're very antagonistic.
2: Yes, <laughs> oh, I am. Not. That's just why I really need to work with. Um, no, it's just, it, she's really nice. And, um, I'm actually really nice as well, but it's much funnier to be a bitch and it's,
1: <laughs> if if, if,
2: if there be no story, if i would like, oh, you look nice today. Oh, you look nice today. Oh, that's so. So it was. That's yeah. fu- it was to me. It's so. Um, I'm really inspired by this Australian um, mockumentary called Kath and Kim, and they had these two comedians. who right. are um, both exactly the same age, and they they tried to do it in America. Didn't it, it wasn't very funny. But the, the Australian, ones, they're both exactly. That's usually the case. <laughs> and then, well, the office was all right but mm-hmm. um anyway so I, I just think it's really me it's just funny t- to be me double her age trying to sort of compete and <laughs> you know pretend i'm the same age so i just think it was it was full of comic possibilities and she's a very, yeah. she's a good actress so she can really she's really good at keeping a straight face and making her eyes really big and looking really innocent and and um so it was it was just fun it, it wasn't it wasn't difficult for me to be a bitch, <laughs> 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 to, to be like the innocent sort of, um, and, and she was able to do that awkward sort of awkward timing and looking away to the camera. It, it was really fun. Yeah.
0: You know, I think too. it shows in the, in the videos you, as well. It's a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Definitely. One um, of the
2: people in the show, not, not Stephanie, but, one of the other people, they they didn't want to do it anymore because they thought the production values were too pathetic. And I'm like, but that's the oh, whole no. <laughs>
1: That's the, the idea. I love the I, – I, I really love how it starts out where you're like, well, we can't do – we have to do it horizontal. We can't do it vertical. <laughs> you know?
2: I mean, it's just – it's supposed to be short. So it's like, I don't want to be in this because it's going to affect my future career. And um, – You know, I I, it looked really bad in my resume. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You know, like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I love it. No, thank you. It's just fun. Yeah, it's just supposed to be shit. So you know, (laughs) (laughs)
1: you let it hang out. How did you? How did you like approach her about that? And how did you build that relationship with her?
2: Uh, We we were having. uh, She came over to my house one day. We were just talking about. The big massive hole in our life because uh, the phantom pain had come out, and we were being interviewed. Now, see, I can talk about it now because life has gone on and we've got other work. But at that mm-hmm. time, you think, "Is this it? Am I going to be doing the rounds of Comic Con in 20 years' time?" Going, "Yes." Well, the phantom pain—it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Watching sad, and they're just like, "I don't want to be that sad person." And that's the last bloody job they did. You know, that's that's and everyone's just and everyone's just interested in the past, the past, the past. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I want to be. What's my next project? What's so rather than sit around and wait for the phone to ring, that's I said. Let's make a let's let's make something up on our own, and we're not asking anyone's permission. We're not waiting waiting for the phone to ring, and it was really fun and creative, and it filled a, a spot until I got busy with other jobs, which was the whole point. That's
1: awesome. That's brilliant. And listen
2: all the fans. It's like a big massive close-up of Stephanie and her eyelashes, which are not
1: fake. <laughs> really. Ooh, that's the biggest scoop, I I think. know. I
2: don't know how she gets anything done. If I had eyelashes like that, I'd just been like, looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> Talking <laughs> to them, naming them, you know, Pinky and Lily and Johnny, and you know, like I have names. So, yeah,
1: the things that you name eyelashes, of course. So,
2: so I, I think it was, I mean, she's, she's very compelling um, to look at on screen, and I think it ticked a lot of boxes. So rather than just sort of watching her be Stephanie, it was fun to watch her be act. You know, it's good. It's good for the fans. It's good yeah. for us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you guys did you, do you have do you have sorry Sam? Oh go ahead. Alessio. After you. Okay.
0: Uh Donna, did you guys uh did you guys meet working on the Phantom Pain or did you guys know each other before?
2: No, we met on the Phantom Pain. I was um I was asked to coach her for her song, Quiet. So okay. um I'm not a singing teacher, so uh, then they you know, they they say, Oh but Godchino really wants you. I'm like, Oh, I freaking hate, you know, teaching people how to sing. I mean, that's just. <laughs> it's like boring enough to sing to myself, do scales, let alone someone else. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then, like, well, coach my son really, okay, fine. So I coached her a few times. She came to Dag Music, my studio. And, um, so that got her, um, warmed up so that when she recorded it, she did herself proud. So that's when I met Mm. her and she was really nice. And I mean, I really admire anyone who's not a trained and they're asked to sing. It's very scary. It's scary enough for a professional, let alone. So she did great. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I think it also kind of, it shows like you did a good job as a teacher too.
2: (laughs) I get all the credit for her performance. She learned from the yeah. Best. You should
1: be proud of it. Learn from learn from the best. Learn from the re- best. Ignore all the rest.
2: Uh, she, she worked hard, so you know, um, and it takes guts. So she's got guts. And I, the, the way I, the way I, um, uh, my advice, which I think she took, was you're, you're on stage acting, so don't worry about if your voice voice goes trembly or something because you're you're in character as quiet. Mm. So Mm. you're not definitely going on and everyone's judging. Everyone's listening to quiet, tell a story about how she feels. And they're all Mm -hmm. like transfixed in that.
0: I think that's really interesting. Did you – so – I'm curious to learn more about your relationship uh, with Hideo Kojima. And um, uh, I'd, I'd be curious to hear if there were like any interesting like uh, direction notes that you were given with any of the music for The Phantom Pain or Peace Walker. Um, I
2: don't, he wasn't at the studio, so no. Okay. Um, uh, so all, all of the voices in my head is um, Ludwig Forsell, my mm-hmm. other never Yes. <laughs> lyrics to "Sins of the Father." I can write lyrics, but no, they have <laughs> to write the lyrics. Um, Ludwig and uh, Akira Honda. So, um, okay. and then I'd, I'd, the, when I was working on the demos for "Sins of the Father" with those two, they would say, "Oh, Kojima doesn't like this; he likes this." but oh, I oh, I, see, I, can't, I, see. I can't remember. It's not, okay. It's, yeah, it's not like I sit there and write notes. I wish I did, because then so many people ask me questions. I'm like, I don't remember anything.
0: Oh, I, you're totally fine, and, and and that's sort of been the ongoing, the ongoing net narrative for us interviewing other people has been, uh, yeah. I I just thought I was taking a job, and I yeah, I don't remember any of these details. So we we definitely get it. We understand. Um,
1: but yeah, no, it's, especially when you're doing like so much other stuff too. Exactly,
0: but. exactly.
2: It's just whenever I meet him, he, he's so friendly and warm and smiley and um, so the, the only thing that I can remember is that I got the job of the eye droid because I do the voice on the Japanese Shinkansen and <laughs> <laughs> what was it called, the Kojima podcast, what was that called? You know that podcast? back in the day in 2013 i could just see a light bulb go off in his head because someone said are you allowed to do that voice anytime and i'm like yeah I, I can do the voice whenever i want and they i could just see boom light bulb like <laughs> three weeks later asked me to come into the studio do your shinky voice
0: so they're, so they're the same I had, voice essentially you know, the idroid and the train
2: yes exactly the same thing so and then i had to
0: Oh, okay. These
2: add ons for the Japanese game, which was all these funny Japanese stations, which Japanese players know are not part of the Shinkansen. And it was sort of the inside Easter egg joke of, you know, Donna's doing the the iDroid is also the Shinkansen voice. So that added this fun layer for the Japanese players. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: How, how, so I was, that's was one thing that I wanted to ask you about because you do, you do the voice for the announcer announcement for the Shinkansen and I want, how did you get into doing that? Because it's clear that that's how you got into doing the iDroid from just doing the music for the game. But who approached you about doing the Shinkansen?
2: Well, first of all, like I, first of all, I was known at Konami as a, as a voice actress as, so I was in Silent Hill two and three. And I think that yeah. probably, I probably met Kojima-san back then, but I don't remember. Okay. And then, I, and on those two gigs, I'm like, can I sing the theme song? Can I rap the theme song? And they were like, <laughs> yeah, 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 piss off. Um, no one took any notice of me. And then in 2003 I did Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles and I think finally I sort of was back on the, I was on a radar then. So then Peace Walker came up in 2010 and then iDroid came in 2014 for, or 15, no, 2014 for, um, 2013 for Ground Zeroes. But how so i i was i've been here doing voice voice acting announcing doing documentaries for n h k which is like you know public radio and public t v so I just went for an audition and it was basically a mimicking job so I had to sound like they, there was all these women and they had these very strict criteria. You had to be British. I'm not. I'm Australian. You had to live here for a long time. I'm like, oh, I've lived here for seven years and be planning to live here for many, many years. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And so I go in and they play this woman's voice and she has a really sing songy voice and it sounded sort of strange in her accent was weird as well. And it turns out it was a bloody Canadian pretending to be British. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, her voice sounds weird and I don't like the way, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Like why doesn't she go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. They're like, no, 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 do it like this. I'm like, fine, fine.
0: Uh, so they got that
2: I mimicked there. the shit out of that voice. <laughs> I sounded like a robotic version and they were like, great, this woman nailed it. So then I have to go and do that voice and be known for that voice. So that's pretty funny. But now it's become a. I, 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 if I had to do my own way now, but I probably couldn't because I've just done it like that for fifteen years. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what? So so. Music came first for you, obviously, oh. but what? Prompted you because you mentioned silent hill which was which was like silent hill 2 i think was like 2003 i want to say or something like that but or silent hill 3 was um what thrusted you like what got you into voice acting from doing music where where did that happen was it was it a natural progression or was it just kind of a happenstance like it just oh
2: no it's a, I was desperate to, to get into it. my friend kimberly Forsythe she's she's um she was She's my best friend. Back then, she was doing Iron Chef and doing all these really cool. Oh, I want to do that! I want to do that! I can do that! And (laughs) no one wanted a bloody Australian accent back then. So I I was um, fortunately spent my whole childhood talking in American and British accent. So I would, I would why why talk in your normal voice when you can just talk like this all day. Oh, no. I mean, well, <laughs> Donna, what happened to Donna? I don't know. It no. was so much fun, more fun. And and then on all my teachers, you'd just be like, Donna Burke, would you stop daydreaming? And I'd be off out in the playground imitating Sister Cecilia. I would was, I was catch myself up. So I spent my whole childhood imitating my mother. Donna, Donna, stop it! Uh, you know, just I, it was just endless amusement. So to do that for a job. I'm, I'm like i am there this has got my name all over it so that's uh, i just muscled my way in i think my first job was shenmue the most expensive video oh, game yeah. I the I old
0: that's crazy yeah that's that's a wild game what was what was that like because i think unfortunately time has not been kind to the uh, voice direction for that game <laughs> that
2: that was endless running, going to Sega, which was which is sort of a very bit of a desolate part of Tokyo, and finding a studio, sitting around, it was like a social event. You'd sit around. They'd book your schedule for four hours. They were paying like. Ridiculous amounts of money, like a thousand dollars, which is a lot, you know, just to sit and and I'd get in and do four lines. And I remember there was this one woman. I can't say her name. I can't oh, say no. her name. Oh, no. She was. It was. I'll never forget. She she had on black tights that were so big, I could that they, her bum was so big, I could see her g string through the stretch black like. Oh, oh. She's got a. Like, you just never see anyone back at like in two, year two thousand. You never saw anyone who was big. L- 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 I didn't Japanese. expect.
0: I didn't expect us to go down this road. <laughs> it, was just,
2: like, it was just so shocking. And then, but she had the attitude. Of, if she, she had a massive attitude so much that the director had to come out and say, "Please, would you just read the line like the Japanese guy?" Because she's like, "I think the I think the prostitute." Should sound a higher voice at them, and, just, and, and meanwhile, there's five other voice actors standing around the microphone, just mm-hmm. like lo- looking at their feet, shuffling, thinking, "Oh God, from America too. I hope that the Japanese doesn't think all Americans are assholes like this." Oh God, oh God. So is that is that, what, is that why
0: you guys were all punished with all the sailor lines that eventually had to be recited? Is that is that what
2: happened? <laughs> I anyway, it was pretty. I've got some good memories from that. Yeah. Of That's what, what to do. Don't be an arsehole, and don't, don't Just if the director says she's got, you know, she's got a voice like a razor and a heart of gold, you say sure. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as I know right. how how big her bra cup is, because I always show you pictures of people with big boobs. So it's like, is she like, a, mm-hmm. is she a C cup or a D cup? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love i love the factors in that's perfect okay. yeah how does that affect the vocal cords
0: um <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you bring up shenmue because we had another guest um who uh inadvertently worked on um some of the localization that went into that game uh jeremy blaustein who i know jeremy very well he directed yeah.
2: in silent hill 2 and silent hill 3 basically
0: I- yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was one of the best interviews, uh, second to Donna Burke. I went there. I you
2: went there. No,
0: he, run. he
2: was,
0: he was great fun to have on the show. Really enjoyed talking to him. And I, yeah, I was super curious to hear what it was like to work with him on silent Hill too. Did was it, what, did he seem as passionate as he does in retrospect? Cause he seems like he really loved that, that gig.
2: Yeah. it, it, it- and in fact, because he was giving me so much direction, I forgot that he wasn't the director. Like he was, there, <laughs> you know. And back then, the the, um, the uh, technology was so new, and the computers were so weak that we could only do things in like thirty second cuts. Mm. It was it wasn't like motion capture now, where it's just. That you've got the enormous c- computing power. I had a few little dots on my bathing cap on my head, and a few little a dot on my shoe, and a dot, And then the, the the computers would constantly be crashing. So there was a lot of um, we called it the fucking tosh. Oh, it was a fucking tosh. <laughs> 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 the Japanese came up with that. Uh, yeah, that That's amazing.
0: <laughs> well, and so you guys did um, all of the mocap as well we while, did, yeah. while, while performing. What was yeah. what was that like? I mean, talk about physical fine. intensity That's from singing. I mean,
2: awesome. And I mean, I think Angela was a pretty versed. Absurd- character and and not I, i'm more of a claudia like i'm a leader take control <laughs> eat someone's aborted fetus you know that's terrifying. oh
0: god so, you, had to, you had to bring that up. you had to bring that up that
2: ticked all of my boxes it's like i used to teach religion at a, high, a catholic high school boom mm-hmm. baby jesus i think i'm an <laughs> abortion terrific uh, I loved it. That was that. Was, I'll never forget my audition. So you want me to what? You want me to pick up a vomited up baby Jesus and eat it and then go nuts as if I'm being burdened? I yeah, Okay, right. and sing. So, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Well, it's funny. It's funny to hear you say Angela's name. Uh, has reminded me that last Halloween for our podcast we covered all of Silent Hill Two. And we actually yesterday just finished covering all of Metal Gear Solid 5. So, Donna, your fingerprints are all over our Ooh, podcast.
2: I, I, I'm sorry. That's my angel.
1: That's perfect. Oh, God. That was eerie. All of the hair <laughs> on my body. I, I, I got a shiver. What? I got a shiver.
2: Oh, I actually I wrote a song for her um, a couple of years ago. And oh. actually going in and re- remembering all of her backstory, I thought, "Bloody hell, I don't, I don't, I think I must have forgotten all the horrible stuff that, it, you know." Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she's very. She's got. She's got a very tortured like whole deal. Yeah. So it's very.
2: Yeah, her I think, and cool. I think
1: you you conveyed that quite quite well. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah,
0: was it difficult to jump back and forth between like the catatonic Angela and then the sort of "get the fuck away from me, I've got a knife" Angela during that during those performances? No,
2: that's just not my normal life. So, <laughs>
1: sure, <laughs> sure.
2: That's, it's a funny thing. I can't play that game; it's too scary. But can oh, right. <laughs> do. Because I mean, it's it's all the, the yeah, it's the sound. So the first time I saw Alien the movie, I think I was sixteen. Oh, you know, I love sci, sci-fi. I practically shut myself before anything had happened. Just the camera going down, and the eerie sort of creaky. I mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that the, the the sound and the the atmospheric music really. I just haven't. Whereas when you're performing that in a studio and all that, everyone's standing around you. There's no music,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's no. Atmosphere. We talk about a lot about like music and atmosphere being almost as important as every other aspect. And you and me, we have a lot in common, Donna. <laughs> I gotta say,
2: yeah. I remember that in movies where they don't have any music. I'm like, wow, they don't have any music. This is this is weird. Even that sort of like, like what, what's it, what are they trying, what's, what are they trying to communicate by not having a music?
0: Yeah. Mm. What's the choice there? Yeah. You're totally right. Mm.
1: (laughs) 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 So, so you, you mentioned that you, uh, this is wild to me. You mentioned that you taught religion at a Catholic high school, you said? I did. I did. So, what, that was,
0: that was ha- before those, right before you moved to Japan, right? Because you moved to Japan in exactly, '96, yeah. is that right?
2: 1996. Okay, so from, for eight years.
1: So what? So first of all, how did you get into teaching religion in the Catholic high school? <laughs> and then what? I
2: was super religious, and I'm not anymore. And I think coming to Japan was escaping that part of my life. Mm-hmm. So coming to a non-Christian country has been wonderful. No offence to all the Christians listening. They're probably like, oh, God, down on my knees and prayer for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, and I, I was sort of, uh, you know, singing at church and and I almost didn't want to leave because, all oh, the poor people, they won't be able to listen to I was pretty egotistical back then. I'm not anymore. But, like, oh, they won't be able to hear me at mass singing because I've got such a nice voice. Oh, poor, you know, <laughs> I was quite into it. And then I wasn't. I, I just, I, I just realised this This is, you know, I don't. I was really scared of losing my faith or losing my soul will be But, anyway, by the time I came to Japan, I was like, thank God, I, I can just. I don't have to go to church anymore. I can just, I can just be a nice person. I need to be a good person. Yay! And uh, I, okay, well, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> it was just going to be how I did one you have go to go into, Japan into to run away from God? This? I think
1: that was the question. Yeah, yeah, Just did you did you go to Japan to run from God? Can you? The, that's we got the answer we wanted, which is um, you can hide from God in Japan. Apparently, so. Anybody who's trying to do
2: that—it's <laughs> no, just another day. Um,
1: no, so so so, I, so the question was how did you? So it's kind of like a two-part question. And so how did you get in? So because you started, how did you get into teaching? I guess would be the question. And then what prompted you to move to Japan in, you, in the first place?
2: I'm taking offense where no offense is intended, which is a hobby of mine. So are you insinuating that how? How did I teach when I had no teaching licence? Is that what you're... No. (laughs) No. I went to uni and I did a Bachelor of Education and I majored (laughs) in speech and drama and media studies. You can look it up, you little bugger. And then I did... (laughs) Uh, I did a degree in speech and drama and media studies because I was too gutless and I didn't have the gumption to do what I really loved, which is be singer and actor. So I studied mm. speech and drama and I took a safe job. So my, my parents, it's not like, it's not like today with you kids, like everyone's, every man and their dog's studying musical theatre. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, a, but back, back when I was a young girl, it was, go and get a good job, dear. So, <laughs> um I took a very safe route, and so my twenties were very safe. And by the time I turned twenty out, I thought, okay, done. I've been a good girl. Now I just, uh, I don't, I don't need to prove to God or anyone else or, you know, Catholic Church. So thanks very much. I've, um, I'm, I'm done. Thank you. And then I exited stage left and my <laughs> way up to Japan and. I was, got here at the age of 30 and I've never looked back. So it's got, you know, very moral society, but without the, and a lot of guilt so I can feel comfortable.
1: You you get to take the Catholic. Catholic, You get to take the Catholic. Swap the Catholic guilt for the Japanese guilt, and then it's just.
2: But actually, I couldn't be bothered now. But I I can appreciate why they, you know, Japanese uh, women in particular. (gasps) Did I, you know, did I make a mistake, or did I not Mm. put down the right way? So (laughs) did I put the garbage out on the right day? Did I not separate it correctly? You know, so. I think I just, I just love being here because it's a new part of my life, and um, I felt I gave up. I did a lot of good as a teacher, basically. I had a trapped audience, and I'd walk into class and I'd say, "I'm going to talk like this for the whole class." Just imagine if I had a funny voice like this, you'd have to. Wait. And they just <laughs> roll their eyes like, "Oh, gosh, she's an idiot." Oh well, dear! He's just a performer. You just have to act interested in the boring kids. Oh, that's interesting, Johnny. You uh, have to no. pretend not to be interested in the really cool kids. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a very good acting acting job. Nice
1: yeah. as a I, I, as a as a boring kid who fancies himself a really cool kid. I I feel that personally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, did you, uh, Donna? Did you meet your husband before or after you moved to Japan?
2: I was desperate and dateless in Australia, mate. I met him here. (laughs) Everyone thought I was gay, and I was—I was. was, All my friends were gay, and I'd be going to all the gay clubs. And I thought, geez, I wish I was gay. I'd have more of a chance. And
0: (laughs) well, it's not every—it's not every day that you get to start a music label with your with your spouse. So, congratulations! And uh, uh, it's—I don't know. How's that been? How has it been running a label with your husband?
2: Um, basically, it's, we, I was sort of a flurry of activity for the, from about 1999 to 2005. And then from 2005, I started Dag Music Studio and that's sort of been, um, taking up my time and I didn't release anything until Ganymede Jazz last year. So, Mm -hmm. um, and it's been good. It's, it's, I liked, I like, I like to create and not wait and ask for permission, which is what I'm doing at the moment with a lot of fan stuff. I'm just making stuff for fans. I'm not sort of waiting for the phone to ring or because there's a lot of stuff that I've done but I can't talk about it until it comes out, you know, sometimes years mm-hmm. later. So in the meantime, you want to um, still be taking control. I'm, I'm into control. I don't want to be a little victim. Uh, I no, I didn't get the call. I didn't get the, I didn't get called for that. So, uh, you know, that, that's why I, I can't make any music. Well, that's bullshit. You can make music whenever.
1: Amen. Yeah. Amen. So you, you, you mentioned fan stuff. I say fan stuff, you say, I, uh, cause of course we talked about the, the Donna show. Yeah. what, that- what, what other, what other like kind of stuff are you working on or have you been that you can tell us about as far as like, Kicking that door down, uh, you know, no. and doing it yourself.
2: Yeah, you, do? said,
0: you said something on Twitter about jasmine and lime blossoms the other day. And it yeah, seemed to get everybody in a tizzy.
2: What did I do? I don't understand like, the jasmine and lime block.
0: What? <laughs> I was trying to be cheeky and refer to a tweet from the other day that wasn't the one that everyone's freaking out about, Donna.
2: Uh, tell us tell more like, about your
0: tweet that got the internet uh, in an
2: awkward you yeah. t- Do you want me to talk about the tweet or is it? And will I spoil the surprise? Though do you, you want to talk about the tweet?
1: Listen, we're, I, we don't mind prizes being spoiled. So if you want to talk about the tweet and you can talk about the tweet, we will absolutely allow you to talk about the tweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to spoil spoil it if I do.
0: Oh, oh no! Do we have to censor it? Do we have to censor the uh, what the what the what it is?
2: Mm, no, I'm not really. I, it, no. But it's, it's, let's just say I've taken a lot of, I've taken a lot of, um, inspiration from Jordan Vote Roberts. Mm. Mm. Um, i am been inspired by his recent shenanigans and activities, and I am gonna, I am, that's all I'll say. I'm, I'm, I think he's really, you know, Fun and to doing stuff for fans, and he's not asking permission. He's just going off and and creating stuff just for fun. And I've taken some inspiration from that a lot. I
0: like I think it. You've said. I think you've said all that all that you need to say to pique our interest, Donna. So <laughs> we, will, we are a captivated audience. Um,
2: sorry, no, that's fantastic. Sorry. So, I have to say, like, I, I mean, it's not another game. I'm not working on Metal Gear Solid, another game. So, mm-hmm. all the people who think that I'm doing that, I'm not. And if I, because, and it's also, how, how could I do that? Because I'd have an NDA so far written yeah. up my tongue. I be like, singing something and. And it's, I was being an idiot. I was basically having a tanty in that Twitter, uh, in that. Twitter tweet. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, turn me, it was turn me fun. up, turn me up. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dick, and then, so, and then two days later, Donna Burke is working on something. It's like, are you serious? Mm. It, are you serious? Oh yeah, it we've became... had we've had
0: people even blowing us up saying, "Hey, what do you guys think she's working on?" And we're like, guys, it's not Metal Gear Solid Six. Come on,
2: <laughs> chill, chill, out, guys. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I, and I don't want to laugh at people who. Um, I don't want to laugh at people's sort of hopes and dreams, but right, uh,
1: right. my
2: answer would be, did you look at the tweet? <laughs> did you <laughs> read the tweet? Did you read yeah. the tweet? Uh, Yeah.
1: Um, it's a very like, it's a very, the community is very um, particular. And I think that after five, they just want anything they can get. And so, they take things and blow it to to proportions, and any, and these days anything's news. You know what I mean. So it's just kind
2: of <laughs> well, yeah, so We're I, all grasping I, at straws. I was working on arms, and um, I went yeah, the, and I just I love arms. Retweet of the of the. I, t- I took a photo of the bottles that I'd used, and the Nintendo team checked the photo to make sure that there was nothing in the photo that that. That um, showed where I was, or I don't know if I've mentioned that I was at Nintendo. Maybe they said I could say that. Like it was really, really vetted, mm-hmm. and um, and then I released it. And then there was just this. There was again news articles: Sonneberg is working on something. Um, could it be? <laughs> you know, it's like uh, so. Yeah. Uh, I did, are are I you don't, afraid to come out of certain
0: to... buildings or throw certain trash in the bin uh, for fear that somebody's like, "Oh my God, Donna Burke's working with McDonald's"?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it, it's I don't mean to um to cause such a, a ruckus. And then for the Nintendo thing, I was replying to people, no, 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 no. And then Nintendo sent me a message like, "Please stop re- re- replying to this because you're just, you're just adding more, just more. making it worse." <laughs> <laughs> so I can see this. a few people in Kalami scratching their heads, going, "Is she working on something? You know, like maybe that, maybe she is." <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> used to like, them. Oh, no, I'm not.
1: <laughs> maybe if you say it enough, maybe if you do say that you're working on Metal Gear Solid Six, we'll be like, "Well, shit! Now we have to make it."
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, that's that'd be funny, except that yeah. I'd probably lose. Yeah, sued by fans for being cruel for un, un, unnecessary yeah. cruelty. Yeah.
1: Oh no. <laughs> Kick down the doors, Donna. Do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
2: well.
1: So, um, so how? So you've been in Japan for how many years now? It's been
2: since 1996.
1: Okay. Oh wow. So at this point, you're probably pretty. Um, fluent or
2: use. You... No, I'm not
1: no? <laughs> no how do you do but, on a day-to-day with like J- Japanese and speak and like speaking the native tongue there
2: well today I have not spoken a word of Japanese because I woke up in my house my cats speak English my husband speaks mm. English my, I came to work my my staff all speak English in fact, I've got an Australian, a Chinese, or two Australians and a Chinese in the office today. So I don't have any Japanese. And then I'll go to the rehearsal, and everyone will speak to me in English. Wow, because I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that a lot.
1: That that they the the Japanese people are very accommodating to English speakers as long as you can. They can tell that you're trying. Um. Yeah, that's okay, just what I have mean, heard.
2: I, yeah, and it's like. It's it's the same for for any anywhere. Like if, imagine if some person's like and you're like what? You just just <laughs> what? can't you just say one English word? It's, thing. it's not a Japanese thing, It's just a human thing. Like just spit out yeah. something.
1: Just I'm uh, doing I'm you're doing your best. Now I'm gonna try and help you as
2: best as I can. Google's really cool. I use Google a lot now. I put. Mm. I was at the dry cleaners the other day, getting my dresses dry cleaned from America,
1: <laughs>
2: a, and I, you know, he was uh, he was trying to tell me something, and he couldn't communicate. I mean, because some of the some of the words. I mean, could you go to language school so that eventually, twenty years later, some someone could tell you some technical term at the dry cleaners? It's just like no, I don't want to. That's never going to happen. Whatever dry cleaning Japanese I learn I'm just going to forget as soon as I walk out of there. <laughs> so I just use Google Translate a lot. And I'm I'm very polite and I use as much Japanese as I can. Yeah. And I you know
1: cuz I watched um I watched the the that clip from um that show Who Are You where they talked about you doing the voice for the Shinkansen and um I felt like you spoke pretty, pretty ah, yeah. decently.
2: That's, pretty, <laughs> that's why you can't. I always say, I mean, I always say that on stage, if I, I speak a bit of Japanese and then all the people who can actually speak Japanese can immediately see, you know, she's an upper beginner level.
1: Upper
2: mm-hmm. beginner. A beginner may as well be a master. master be. I, sorry?
0: I was just saying upper upper beginner is a, a master compared to our Japanese. So mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to I'm going to and 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 they a lot of the times when you try they they and this is anywhere but it, when you try they get kind of excited that somebody who speaks English is trying to speak their
2: <laughs> <English>. <laughs> So I'll just say cat like very much for home cat I <laughs> oh, they all this, man. It's so encouraging. And I'm just yeah. like cringing inside like, oh.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I, I I, feel like I need to continue my trend because it feels like in every interview that I've done so far, um, I mentioned wrestling in some way. But I remember there's a, uh, a wrestler named Kenny Omega who he wrestled for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, he – spoke English all the time. And then one day he just said, and now I will speak Japanese in Japanese. And the crowd just went crazy for it. It was.
2: In, <laughs> in America or in a. Uh,
1: in Japan, in Japan, in uh, Tokyo, he's at the Tokyo Dome.
2: Oh yeah. They would have just loved it. <laughs> I, 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 Molo, Stephanie will speak. She's really good at Japanese. So she's fluent. She studied it at uni and. So she will speak tomorrow and do some MC work at the uh, oh, nice. concert. Oh, wow. So they will go nuts because, yeah. you know, she's not she's not Donna Berg like, yes, yeah, beautiful day, happy, are we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she'll, she'll just bust out full paragraphs of Japanese.
2: <laughs> well, that's, that's how I, I'm talking and then I just get away with, with you know, being nice, have a big smile and, you know. But she's, she'll be able to talk like a proper human being. <laughs> i like a, a mental kindergarten teacher with some sort of oh speech defect. No. Yeah.
0: Donna, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Um, just because I feel like I, I I want to be respectful of your time, and I also want to make sure that we get this one in there. Um, when we started this podcast several years ago, we did not expect for one of our largest listener demographics to turn out to be Australia.
2: Yay! Get a Aussie 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 Aussie. Aussie. Oy, oy,
0: oy, oy. <laughs> so I was going to say, if, if there's anything you wish to say to the Australian listeners, I think they, they are all very appreciative of you being on this episode.
2: Oh, I was just talking local dialect. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, sometimes me and my, my hub, hubby, right, we're at a bar and we want to talk about someone. We just go like this and we just talk real, real bogan and something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, bloody, I to bloody understand a but bloody and like, Jesus, look at that guy over
1: there.
2: Like, that's, our, that's our dialect. Because if, and if we're overseas, we'll probably talk Japanese to each other. So they're like, Jesus, look at that person over there. You're so divide people from their looks. Get over it, people.
1: <laughs> that's everybody, Donna. It's okay. Everything's fine.
2: I mean, look, at the, look at the coat on that cat over there. But anyway, so we'll do that, we do that uh, in Japanese. But if we're in, in Japan, we will sometimes go fully Aussie. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I, um, oh, you know what really gives me the shits when people say, oh, you don't sound Australian. And like every Aussie, would, no Aussie in the world, they'd ever go, oh, are you British? Or, <laughs> worse well, still, are you from New Zealand? Oh and yeah, so I did, right now. yeah. Uh, anyway, so hello, Audrey, and hello, my New Zealand friends. <laughs> I uh,
1: I nice, think it's nice. so. This is actually something. So you're you're you said you met your husband in Japan, but he's also Australian. No, uh, he's a no, like, he's British. A
2: woman, is he right? British? He's from oh.
1: London. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Okay,
2: yeah.
1: is it common? Because I know it's it's a very close. It's very like a very close trip. But is it common to like? meet other people from Australia and Japan at all?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't um, – nowadays it is because there's so many tourists from Australia, but mm-hmm. 20 years ago, no, um, I was hanging around with a lot of Irish people actually. And oh. uh, no, like back, back in the day, not so many, but it is it is in the same time zone. So it's not, it's not such a big deal for Aussies to come up to – to Japan, the way I think it is for, for, for your Yanks and your Poms to come up. It's a complete, you know, we don't refer to Japan as the Far East. Oh, I'm going to go to the Far East. And um, yeah, it's a bit more, it seems to be more on our doorstep. Asia is more on our doorstep. Very
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away.
2: Yeah, it's um, actually ten hours in a plane, but it's in the plane. I, I can talk to my mom on the, on the way home, I'm one hour behind Perth, and I'm one hour in front of um, you know, one hour in front of Perth, and one hour behind Melbourne and Sydney and Brittany.
0: I uh, sorry, Donna, I was <laughs> flipping through something. Um, I I had a super quick question, and I know this is probably a little bit of a nerdy question, so please bear with me. It's dawned on me. From looking at other video games with robot voices, that for some reason, like trained singers, like opera singers or classically trained trained singers, they keep getting cast as robots. Do wow. you know why that is? I'm curious.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think singers are good at doing any not not maybe opera, but singers would be good because they could keep a tone and not worry about whether they are on the tone, and it's easy it's kind of like singing isn't it so maybe That's they've amazing. just got a better ear for tones <laughs> well maybe there's such shit actresses that they have to <laughs> them robotic voices oh god you've got to cast her somewhere but uh, just give her the robot there's, voice because she's really the dead inside
0: there's the real answer i love it do do you find and i asked so i asked jeremy this question because jeremy blaustein also came across to me as um, a very specific type of personality um one that i love um but (laughs) do you find it easy to be yourself in 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 this sort of, uh, I don't know what word to use, like snarkiness, sort of uh, fun, quick wit. Is it is it easy to be that way in Japan? Or is there like a loss of translation of your personality culturally? Like what, what is it like?
2: I think that my facial expressions and my and this is <laughs> in eyebrows, that's an Australian reference there for you, for the Aussies. But, <laughs> no, I, think, I think that, my idiocy, my genuine att- attempts to make shitty jokes is, can, is tr- easily translated into, oh, she's desperate to be liked, she's trying to l- lighten the atmosphere and, you know, um, no, I think and, uh, he, he, like Stephanie looks like a reserved person and she looks like very ladylike. And you don't see her sort of muttering aside out the side of her mouth the way I do.
1: <laughs>
2: so, so even if you can't understand what she's saying, you could just see, oh, you know, she's yeah, I can observe by her body language. And they say seventy percent of communication is body language. So seventy percent of my body is being like <laughs> <laughs> let's all be friendly and that's all like I, I am constantly making jokes. I'm, I, and a lot of it's physical humour. Like I'll pretend to trip over when I go on stage tonight, and, I'll, um, yeah, I, and I'm communicating joy, fun. I'm not taking myself too seriously, and but I'm very professional. I'm not. I'm, I have not taking the piss. I haven't. I'm, re- I'm warmed up. I'm rehearsed, but I'm not very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, I think that's a lesson it's everybody no, can great. take, like just for life honestly
2: i like yeah. to bring a Continue bit of joy something. when i go to the to, i like i like to crack a few jokes i like to even if oh yeah just but a lot of it in my interactions with japanese people is is them just being oh my god am i got, someone she's just walked into here do i have to speak english so they're really yeah. self-conscious about oh my god i uh, so I'm, I'm causing alarm often when I enter a place in the same, you know, and the same way that if you said go out and speak Japanese, I'd break out into cold sweat because mm-hmm. I literally have sweat coming out of my armpits. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I never
0: thought of it as like a two-way street like that. Like you totally. just entering a shop is a cause for alarm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
2: you know, I, Because they're thinking, am I? Am I going? Is she going to make me look stupid? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Am I? Is she going to start sort of jabbering on? And I really don't know what she wants. And then I'm going to feel bad. And then she'll get upset. And you know that I'd feel exactly like them. I'd be like, oh no, please,
0: yeah, Yeah, go away.
2: And that's why Google's so good. Like in the last couple of years, it's such a great communication, you bring it out and they talk into it and then it talks back in English. It's just – it's and the, and the tourism is just – the boom in Japan is, is, is nuts, so many tourists. And it's fantastic. We love them, keep coming. It's great for the economy. But um, I think Japanese in Tokyo are just really getting used to this isn't going to be so bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It, you know, tourists are –
0: how long until we get the Donna Burke uh, Google Voice uh, English translator? Yeah.
2: I actually got offered that job and I turned it down because it sounded hell boring. Five months, five days, rather than no, four months, five days a week, four hours a day. And I thought, no, nah. I married, <laughs> condoed the shit out of that job before I even got it. I thought, will that bring me joy? No. <laughs> so I thanked it and then I threw it away. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm doing that all over, and that's why I thought with this with this podcast, I looked you guys up, and I thought, will it bring me joy? Yes, because basically, I get to talk about myself most of the time.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, just- <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thank, thank you for saying that. Anyway, it's it, yeah. appreciate
2: so, I just, so. I just is, is it going to be fun? Yeah, and, and like five, four months of doing, you know, please bear left, bear left.
1: <laughs>
2: Doesn't sound like <laughs> fun. Oh, um, there is three minutes congestion. You are still on the fastest route. But- oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, like let's let's not like mix words here. It sounds like a super boring job, but you would have been very good at it. So.
2: <laughs> I would. have It's. it's, a, it's a, I think he. It's so that's my claim to fame and I really love it and it doesn't didn't take me five months to that's record it. Very true. Yeah.
1: So we are approaching our hour and we've been very thankful to have you on the show. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you something very self-serving for the podcast and you can feel free to say no if that if you'd like. I was wondering if you'd be okay saying something as the iDroid for us.
2: I thought you would never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I've been insulted this whole time, like desperate to do my voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the, yeah, So <laughs> I was gonna see if you could say for us, um, Metal Gear Mondays is approaching.
2: Um, okay, ready? Yeah. Listen, Metal Gear Mondays is approaching. Approaching. Oh, that's amazing. Metal Gear Mondays. Would you shut up and stop interrupting me? Interruption approaching. They can't stop talking. Okay. Anything else?
0: I love it. Oh my god. I was, Whoa, sorry, um,
2: that was fantastic. You know, I, like uh, a, hy- a hyena?
1: That's yeah. That's <laughs> that's my claim to fame, Donna. That's.
2: That's lovely. My- it's a very joyful sound. Thank
1: you.
0: Well, thank, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us, Donna, especially on uh, I less than like 20 hour notice. That's insanity. So, thank you for the quick turnaround. And we hope that we were able to cut the edge of the stress of your rehearsal coming up. So,
2: mate, that's I'm not even nervous. Yeah. She's so a professional, she,
1: AC. What are you talking don't about? Be-
2: so I used to be nervous, but this content I'm not. I'm just really excited and and um, really looking forward to it. Mm. And um, and yes, yeah, so I'm am t- just so lucky. I'm very fair lucky fair. girl. Well. Where
0: uh, really quickly too, before we wrap up, where yeah. would you like uh, people to go if they're interested in more Donna Burke? Is there anywhere in particular? Do you have any concerts coming up outside of the one that is going to be happening in? I have 24- more
2: jazz concert coming up in um, Tokyo on June the fourteenth, and I am actually trying to put a- some gigs together in New York in uh, end of June. The Jay Ensemble with pa- um, Patrick Bartley's. So I'd love to to do some int, j, intimate jazz s, s, um, things. <laughs> It sounds great <brilliant>, does <laughs> jazz <laughs> it sounds like brazilian wax versions of sins of the um no i, I love like doing j, jazz because I love doing those the symphony orchestras but jazz and then I can hang out with fans afterwards and it's not sort of um such a big production but I'm not saying I love the big big, big production as well but um I'm trying to get back to the states, and um, I'm still okay. This is for the Aussies. I'm still waiting for my invite to perform in Australia. Have you not performed in Australia yet?
1: Oh wow!
2: Here they have an opera house there. (laughs) I know. Her school, her kids' school choir. He's uh, in Sydney. They're going to do "Can't Say Goodbye to Yesterday" as part of his school's choir. Wow. Cool is that. So no, that I, I really want to perform at the Sydney Opera House.
0: Oh. Well, I, I believe that you yeah. will one day, and uh, I will also be in New York uh, hopefully at the end of June. So maybe yeah. I can come check out some of your jazz shows. That yeah,
2: fantastic. well, it's, 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 it's I, I don't think it's going to happen because it it seems very last minute. But yeah, I'll be in Baltimore. I've got I have to go to a conference in Baltimore. But um, yeah, good. That's awesome. Thanks for thanks for being interested. Absolutely. What?
1: Thanks for being interesting. <laughs> thank you. And, and break a leg.
2: Yeah, thank you. Oh, oh, it was no effort at all. I just woke up like that. I'm adorably i'm I'm self effacing. I'm modest. I'm easy to get along with. Oh, I'm a dream, and, yes. And that makeup flawless. Thank you. What a waste. What a waste.
0: <laughs> that is, that's the best review of the show we've ever gotten. What
2: a oh, waste. Thank you. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put that on the box. <laughs> a waste of makeup. <laughs> 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 on the website.
0: Okay. here Monday is a great waste of makeup. Hey, Sam. Huh? what do you call that thing that voice actors record in is it a it's like a voice it's uh, a studio no 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 the the room itself The it's room? like a it's like a booth
1: right like a glass cage of emotion
0: somewhat um oh man it's kind of like um that thing that they have in their throats that allows them to talk what is that called like a like a voice uh uh well, yes yeah I think that's right but but there's there's part of that that I don't know. It sounds. Mm,
1: it's a, the, a it's parasite. The t-
0: it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I think it's a v-
1: vocal a cord. Vocal vocoder. Vocal
0: cord. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It certainly was it's not. Just it, a vocal it was not. Cord. Yeah, it was not the word box. That's not what I had in mind at all. No, definitely not a box.
1: Oh, you were thinking about box.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just the box.
2: Just a box.